This episode of the Cascadian Beer Podcast has been made possible by the BCL Trail. New experiences are brewing nearby at the bcltrail.ca. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name's Aaron and I'm a Cascadian. In this podcast series, I highlight breweries around Cascadia. Cascadia is a bioregion in the Pacific Northwest on the North American continent. It's made up of the U.S. states of Washington and Oregon, as well as the Canadian province of British Columbia. If this is your first time here, welcome. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode and that you subscribe in your favorite podcast app. That way you'll never miss a future episode of this series. And you can also go back in the archives and check out our previous episodes. Now, normally when I'm traveling to the Okanagan or up to Kamloops, I typically stop at the halfway point for a break to stretch my legs, maybe gas up the car and grab a quick snack and just continue on my way. But now knowing that there's a brewery, I might have to reconsider my stopover. I'm in the town of Merritt, British Columbia. Typically, it's a three hour drive from Vancouver, and this town is now home to the Empty Cake Brew House. I sat down with their co-owner and brewer. My name is Kyle Hall, and uh, I'm uh, one of the uh, the owners of uh, Empty Cake Brew House with my wife Kelly Hall. So Empty Cake, I mean, that's kind of a funny name because, to me, you got a lot of beer here. <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's any. It doesn't seem like there's any empty kegs going on. Well, the uh, the old shtick is we were we were drinking beer with some of our uh, our friends and uh, and family, and uh, they said they said, well, you know what, your beer is so good that if you ever open a brewery. You'd never be able to keep your kegs full, so hence, hence the name. Right, and so like I, I love the marketing um, idea too because I bet you had a sign up that said "soon to be empty keg" too, right? So, yes. Yeah. 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 And I mean, yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's we always spin it in such a way that uh, everyone that comes in is helping us empty our kegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. thanks, thanks very much, everybody. Hey, uh, we're enjoying two lovely beers right now on your lovely call it what is the covid patio it's a covid patio. it's a covid patio (laughs) and um yeah so what are you enjoying and uh what have uh, you offered me here well uh you've got the uh summer of citrus nine so it's a bit of a play on brian adams song it was actually named by one of our customers we uh and i i will say at the time of taping we are in the last throes of summer like this is a nice weekend for october uh, yeah it's it's all right lots of sun and uh the patio is getting well used and then i'm drinking the um hoppy days ipa so it's uh uh, it's kind of a play on uh, on the old uh, happy days uh, with the fawns and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a traditional um, West Coast IPA. Yeah, because those West Coast IPAs are yours and mine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Empty Keg, when did you guys open? We opened in May 2019. Opened with uh, not a lot of fanfare. Basically, we just we opened the doors and uh, we had a big old lineup at the, the front door and and people just came in, and uh, we didn't have a, you know, a ribbon cutting ceremony until you know it was probably. But the mayor did turn up, right? At one point. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, we were going gangbusters there for uh, basically until COVID hit ten months in, and it was like, oh no, now what's going to happen? But you know what? We had uh, we were able to keep our our takeout options open. We filled growlers and howlers, and uh, we've got a, a small canning uh, operation as well, just for all on site. And it's been uh, it's been great, great support from locals. And then we opened back up again in May this year, 
yeah, it's uh, it's hard to keep the the kegs full. <laughs> I mean, like every brewery has its like curveball that comes its way, and man, like woof, you, you got a big one here with COVID. So yeah, yeah. well, I was uh, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, well, yeah, man, I'm I'm really glad when all this kind of broke loose. Uh, I'm really glad I'm not opening this year. Yes, <laughs> yes, that would be a challenge. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, my favorite question to ask though is, how did beer find you? Well, let's see. Thirty years ago, I started making beer. Didn't have a lot of money, uh, young family, and but I love beer, and so I made a lot of really bad beer, but it was cheap, and that's. Um, but I'm gonna drink this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. So um, kind of come from the school of hard knocks, and uh, we I just progressed from there and uh, went through from from extract to partial grain and then full grain, and then uh, a few years ago, uh, as I mentioned, the the, uh, the subject came up of well opening a brewery and. And it was like, no, man, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. And then we looked at the, the, the area and, and there seemed to be a, a need for it. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we went from there. My, my lovely wife went along with it. Uh, we, uh, we thought, well, hang on a sec. So the mortgage is paid. Mm-hmm. The um, kids are all gone. And we're both over 50. Perfect time to bet everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been good so far. Yeah. We're in lovely merit. So have you always been here? Did you move here for this? Is there anything else like this in Merritt? Well, we've been here 19 years now. Uh, a job in the uh, the wood industry brought me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, previous to that, we were 14 years in, in a Soyuz and then uh, grew up down in the lower mainland, Vancouver area. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed a wonderful career in the in the wood industry for roughly 30 years in a Soyuz and, and here. And then because of ep- economic times and such, um, that door closed and this one opened. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're the only brew house in town. We'd like to see maybe a craft distillery in the future um, down the road. Uh, we kind of played with that a little bit with doing our hand sanitizer that the LDB was able to, to yeah. let us do. So we'll see how, you know what, uh, you, you, there's a lot of options open to us. And so how big is your space? So we're 4,000 square feet um, and about um, a third of that is taken with, uh, with our, our brew area. And the rest is the lounge. Cool. And then what's the size of the brew house and how many tanks you got back there? We use the brew house system, uh, which is a unitank. Uh, everything, all the four operations in typical brewing is all done in, in, in one vessel. Very, very mobile. It's on casters. And uh, so we've got, uh, we've got five, uh, five barrel kettles. And for us, for our operation, what we do, very manageable. There's only three of us that brew. That's me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's, it's a one-man operation, and uh, it's easily manageable by one person. Cool. And then, like, how many times a week are you brewing? So we brew, uh, we close down Mondays and Tuesdays. And right now, we brew Mondays and Tuesdays unless something goes sideways. And then uh, we may brew, uh, you know, early in the, um, in the, in the mornings on a, on a regular lounge open day. Mm-hmm. You know, brewing's a, kind of a, a, a stinky, warm operation and not everybody wants to be around it. So we try and make sure it's, we're considerate with our customers. Well, I mean, we're coming into winter. It might be, you know, the great winter experience coming here and warm up with some hot steam. You know, There's like, there's always that. Yeah. We yeah, could, yeah. Uh, maybe we could make a spa out of it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So apart from the two lovely beers that we're enjoying now, what what's your do you have a core lineup or is everything rotating or? In- it's it generally rotates. Um, we've got We've got a lot of beers that have been uh, really enjoyable. We focus mostly on traditional type styles. Like Northwest traditional type styles or uh, German? No, or? pretty well just traditional styles that uh, we don't really go on too many fortes into that unexplained and un- unexplored mm-hmm. territories of, of a lot of brew houses. Uh, not knocking them, that's just where our, our niche is. 
And uh, so we have a we have a wonderful kilt lifter, Scottish eighty. Uh, we've got um our stumbles stumbles creek uh, esb so a traditional uh, english thirst quencher uh, we have a ruby red which is um, uh, named after my uh, my nana so it's nana's favorite mm-hmm. um, and then uh, right now we've got for uh, for the uh, october season we've got uh, merit steiner which is a uh, german pilsner and we've got a harvest ale that's coming out nice wonderful Ooh. pumpkin notes and spices in there Man, I was here a little too soon. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got our Martson, which is um, uh, Mammoth Lake Martson. So if you're not familiar with the area, a lot of our beers are named after areas around uh, around Merritt. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stumbles Creek, for instance, the ESB that I just spoke about, it's um, it's actually about uh, uh, three steps away from my door uh, where we live. So uh, so we kind of, uh, you know, we, we really play on on this area and what um, what this area has to offer. Uh, it is a, a wonderful outdoor area, uh, four seasons, mm-hmm. so much, so much to offer. It's really a gem that's uh, been undiscovered so far by a lot of people. Yeah. And I mean, I have to admit, like, I only kind of stop here to like grab a snack and like stretch the legs and then continue on down the highway. Um, so what is there in Merritt? And really, I should probably be spending some more time here, right? It's, um, well, one of the big things that they've they've always had for quite a long time as they're saying is a lake a day as long as you stay and and that is really the truth mm-hmm. if you if you enjoy fly fishing or any other type of fishing there is lakes galore here um in the summer spring summer and fall great areas for mountain biking actually just as we're sitting on the patio you can see the mountain bikes uh, that are yep. um, on the back of uh, vehicles this is and the morning crew turning up that's yeah. there you go yeah, right yeah. And uh, hiking, uh, like you wouldn't believe, and I, I mean that's that's only in the the warmish season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got we've got backcountry skiing, some of the most amazing backcountry skiing around, um, just a, a few miles up the Coquihalla. Cross country skiing, snowshoeing, um, skidooing, which is uh, uh, you know some of the, some of the the best skidooing south of of Revelstoke uh, around here. So it's um, it, you know what's there's a lot around here to do uh just up the road we've got left field cider company so they're a craft cidery getting onto the ale trail which is just something that we've been able to uh succeed on mm-hmm. uh it's it's really going to be a boom to get people into merit and get them to realize that hey it's not just a place to gas up and, and have a burger it's there's more to discover here yeah i just want to take a moment to talk about the bc ale trail and thank them again for making this episode possible and now you can also download the bc ale trail app the BC Ale Trail showcases many parts of the province on their website, and you'll find recommended itineraries for each region, a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC, a calendar of beer events, and a blog with lots of great stories. The regional ale trails include local breweries, pubs, and restaurants, along with other activities the area has to offer. The app gives the users the ability to collect rewards by visiting the breweries and related businesses or events, which can be redeemed for merchandise and other discounts at participating locations. So whether you're planning a weekend trip or just being a tourist in your own backyard, let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at the bcaletrail.ca. So uh, let's talk about the opening time and like, you know, how, what's, is this more of a community hub or is it like that, you know, gas up crowd? Like what's, what's the kind of ratio here? Uh, well, it's funny when, when we did our, our business plan um, and I looked at demographics and, and how it was all going to pan out. And, and I had, I had really thought that it was going to be more of the, you know, from, from 20 to 40 crowd, but we have such a, a unique crowd that comes in here from the community. 
And because it's unique, we it's an unplugged environment. We don't have TVs in here. Um, mm-hmm. It's about games. It's about socializing. So it's it, it really appeals to a lot of people. We're family friendly, so we've got we've got young families that come in. Some of our best customers are 84 years old, and and they they're just loving the beers and 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 expanding their palates. I mean, we've we've got customers that that uh, when we first opened, it was like an IP what, <laughs> <laughs> and and now they they can't get enough of them. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's wonderful to see how people's palates are changing and and they're they're being more open to uh, to to trying new styles. We get still a lot, even though with with COVID, um, uh, a lot of travelers from uh, from the lower, lower mainland, from all over BC, and of course Alberta as well. So um, they're they're really starting to discover. I guess uh, it's like COVID in some ways is not a bad thing because we're getting to rediscover or discover our province. Well, no, and, and uh, you know, I think of a holiday and it's like, oh, we're going to go to Europe and have a holiday in Europe. And now I think so many people have now readjusted of like, you know what? Yeah. Let's explore our backyard, right? So, yeah. Yeah, because yep. um, yeah, this area has, uh, has so much. And I mean, uh, that's the one great thing about the Yale Trail is how Let's say you want to go over to the Kootenays. Well, what do you do in the Kootenays? Well, you look up in the Yale Trail. What can mm-hmm. we do? Well, there's a there's a a pigeonholed itinerary there where you go. Oh, great! We can do all of this stuff. Yeah. You know, and you can pick and choose, and you can do what the itinerary says, or you can do some other things. So it's a uh, it's a great way to to uh, to have some fun. Yeah, and I mean, and it's and who knows? Like I, you know, there's so many dramatic shifts going on at the moment. It's hard to predict the future. But are you comfortable with the size that you're at? now and is there room to expand if need be well we we always built into this actually uh our original idea of having a facility was only 2000 square feet so it was going to be really tightly packed however uh we were able to get this uh this location and actually ended up paying quite a bit less in in costs to have a bigger location so that that was able to facilitate our ability to build in an area where we can do some expansion we can we can add more kettles right now i mean we never got into this to be beer barons so it was uh uh the social aspect of mm-hmm. of connecting with our customers and and having them uh give us feedback on our beers yeah really really important to us yeah be a big be a big like anchor point for the community as a social hub rather than some maybe let's say chain location or something like yeah. that right yeah yeah and uh, i mean we are looking at um in town there is some developments that are happening that we may be able to put a satellite location you know but uh, yeah. the brewing will remain here yeah um because like i say there's there's only three guys that do it so Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if somebody was wanting to open up a uh, a space like yours in a community like yours, what would be some advice that you could give them? Well, patience. Patience is the biggest thing because there is a lot of hoops to go through, uh, whether that's uh, municipal government or provincial government, um, zoning um, regulations. Mm-hmm. And then there's the whole business aspect. Who are you going to appeal to? Do you have uh, you know enough people that are going to be able to to make your business valid? Mm-hmm. That's uh, that that's a huge point. I mean, everybody says, "Oh yeah, we'll open a brewery and you'll be a billionaire." Well, um, <laughs> not reality. Okay. Um, as Sorry, much as I haven't, I haven't met one yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> as much as people think it's uh, you know this is the greatest thing. I mean, for for us, we're a little bit unique as far as a brewery is concerned because I mean, uh, my wife and I. We basically finance this ourselves. A lot of brew houses, uh, they get into it. They've you know three, four partners, and and you know so that makes that that opening in the first five years so much easier. Quite a bit less stress because you know you're not looking for a lot of returns. However, 
the advantages of just having my wife and I, uh, and we still talk to each other most of the time. <laughs> um, it, it's, it, you know, you're hands on all the time. And uh, so it's, yeah, I really, it's about patience. It really is about patience because there's lots of stuff to do. Okay. So let's say, hey, I'm driving up the Coquihalla. I'm coming up to Merritt. I mean, it was pretty easy to get here, but I think it's best for the local to describe uh, where you are. And, we are right here. dead center downtown. There's a there's there's two entrances entrances into uh, to Merritt, and we, if you're coming from the Lower Mainland, you take the first exit and basically just just follow your your taste buds because we're we're <laughs> uh, we're right here. It's pretty easy to find. We're uh, we're we're across from the the city hall and and uh, we only have uh, three three lights in town. So mm-hmm. uh, you hit the first light, you hit the second light, and that's us. Right, but it's to the right because there is a sign that says city center to the left. Yeah, yeah. It's a turn right. So, yeah. 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 I I think the city fathers are working on that. (laughs) (laughs) You need the beer this way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Right on. Thanks. Thanks for your time. Big thank you to Kyle for his time. I really do appreciate it. And uh, it's it's a lovely spot and it's really easy to get to off the highway as well, which, you know, just makes things a whole lot easier. Uh, but yeah, can't wait to go up there uh, and uh, visit them again, try their beers. They were just fantastic. You know, uh, the snacks I had were great. And uh, it was a great, great stop off to continue on my way to the Okanagan on that particular day. Uh, but yeah, might have to spend an overnight in Merritt and uh, just check it out a bit more because, uh, yeah, explore my own backyard a little bit more. Big thanks to the BCL Trail once again for making this episode possible. Find them at bcltrail.ca. If you want to follow this podcast series, you can by subscribing in your favorite podcast app or by going to the website cascadian.beer. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer. Also on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast. And, you know, probably whatever new social media app comes along. We're not on TikTok. Don't think that's going to happen. But anyway, that's we're, we're definitely not there. Thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Have fun. Be safe. Until next time. Remember, support your local.